Thanks for hanging out with us today on the podcast. Now, could you today be friends with you yesterday? Ooh. Ooh. Think about you. Oh. <laughs> okay. And who falls in love sooner? There is an answer. Men or women? Okay. Yeah, I got an answer. To get it going, though, do you have a credit buddy in your life? We all need a credit buddy. Okay. Take a listen. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Do you have a credit buddy in your life? A credit buddy. This is a friend that we all need. A credit buddy is a friend who will give you credit in front of other people for something that you do so that you don't have to brag or bring it up yourself and make it weird. Mm. A credit buddy. Mm. Right? You talk about it first. You're like, here's what I've been doing that's pretty sweet. Can you bring it up so I get the credit? Like, for example, Nira, you know how I, Holly, am the kitchen stalker? Yes. Here on the sixth floor? Yes. At you Virgin are. Virgin Radio? Well, I would just like to say Holly is a stalker. Mm-hmm. A stalker. Of things. Okay, I was going to say it's spelled it, S-T-O-C-K. Yes, thank you. Not with an... A-L-K. No, because you're you're the A-L-K. If anybody's <laughs> yes. the A-L-K. Yes, Nira is the yeah. A-L-K stalker. Yeah. You are the O-C-K stalker. It's mostly because I'm tall. I think I can reach things in oh, the kitchen. The things that you can get, like yeah. I cannot, I can barely reach the peppermint tea. I'm 5'3". Yeah, I know. You're I like 6'10". On a good day. <laughs> I'm 5'9". Oh, right. But I guess to people that are 5'3", that seems really yeah, tall. Really tall. I can reach the brown sugar. Yeah, you, and not just the brown sugar. You can reach the raw. Raw mm-hmm. sugar. Like oh, that raw one. And literally every other day, and I don't think people know what I do for people in this building, I restock the brown sugar every single day. I make sure the whole little pile, because apparently this building is, everybody loves a brown raw sugar. Well, yeah, we were told it's better for you, right? Right, okay. Yeah. And then the little stir sticks, the wooden yep. stir sticks, yep. every day I replenish those. Some Sometimes I even, I don't know who these weird people are, the equal people. Yeah. Who use equal? <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I restock that for them the too. Splenda. You're welcome. Yes, the yeah. tea bags. I'm a total. I'm the stalker. Wait, are you the one who does the mixture of the tea bags yes. into that little container? Yes, I do. That's you. Yes, I do. See, and I don't even use those teas. I had no idea until I saw you one day that you are the stalker. I know, and you're like, "What are you stealing?" I'm like, "Excuse <laughs> me, rude. I am restocking for okay. you." So now that we have told the world that yeah. you are the stalker, yeah. Do you, are you wanting something from me right now? I just want credit around this building. I want people to know that I do that, but I didn't want to have to come out and say it, which is why I was saying I need a credit buddy. Like I could have made a deal with you. Like Nira, listen, I know you get all the paper towel for us. Yes. And I don't think people know that. No. I mean, the engineers downstairs certainly know that you're the one, but. I don't think people know exactly. I don't think people here on the sixth floor of our building know that I email Mm -hmm. engineering for paper towel for the kitchen and for around our offices and for the the alcohol spray, spray the cleaning spray. Yeah, I don't think people have any idea that I do that. I know. I don't think people have any idea that I clean up all the spilled coffee all over the kitchen counters. So this is what I'm saying. So we could become each other's credit buddies and just be like, hey, do you, hey, or how's your paper towel you're using? You know, Nira emails. Oh, okay, yeah. So and you, then you're like, oh, stop it, Holly. Right. So you want to be play like that? You want to be combo <laughs> credit buddies? Yeah, but you 
have to play dumb. When I bring it up, you have to be like, oh, what? Oh. Be like, it's fine. Guys, I'm not, I don't do it for the credit. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, credit yeah. <laughs> yeah, playing dumb comes so easy. <laughs> I can't. Listen, for some people, it does. <laughs> I can't. Holly and Nira. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. Virgin. Okay, something happened this past weekend, and I'm trying to figure out if it was a party guest fail moment. I had a little holiday shindig for all of us that are on-air staff here for Virgin Radio. Like, come on over to my place. Let's hang out. Let's start day drinking. You had the most Christmas decorations I've ever seen inside a house. <laughs> it was like you went to um, Winners <laughs> home, sense. home Sense. Home Sense. It's like Home Sense threw up in your home, and that's a compliment. <laughs> compliment. I thought I didn't have enough. Oh, my God. I didn't even have my indoor lights you had up. curtains of lights. Curtains of lights. <laughs> oh I was God. like, this is an Instagram wall it's in called, her house. I know. It's called the light waterfall. It was. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> it was but next anyways, level. And loved fairy it, lights. Loved it. But I wanted more and I didn't have time. Anyways, something happened when you guys were over. And it has to do with our good friend and producer, Darren. Uh, oh, Irish Darren. Yeah. There he is. There he is. He comes to the door. He was late, but that's okay. And this music was playing when he came <laughs> yeah. in the door. Was sure. He had it on his <laughs> he had his on his phone, speaker out. Okay. Comes in and I was so excited. He's like, Yay, woo, we're gonna party, eat samosas, you know, cheese board. And lovely, you you brought alcohol. Oh yeah, of course. You did. Uh, what did you bring a bottle of? I brought some wine. Uh huh. And I brought some Tia Maria. So he's like so excited about the Tia Maria. I'm like awesome, let's do it. Let's all have Tia Maria shots. He's like, okay. <laughs> I need some Baileys. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? He's like, well, for these Tia Maria shots, Nira, do you got some Baileys? And I'm like. I think I have everything but Bailey's. What okay. do you need that for? I'm oh, sorry, I don't know. Wait, um, do you need this for the shot? I've given these people a shot before. It's called a baby Guinness. It's a little touch oh. of Bailey's on top. Yeah. And it's very nice, especially after you eat. It's almost like a dessert because uh, Timory is like a coffee liqueur. And obviously, you top it off with the cream. Mm. And I see where you're going with this. I should have brought the Bailey's, <laughs> is what you're saying. No, he totally is like, oh my gosh, this, it. the shot that I brought is, he sold it just like that to me upon arrival. It's like a dessert. It's going to be amazing. I'm like, great, got the shot glasses. He's like, Okay, so just get me some Baileys. And I'm like, I, yeah. um, oh, dear. I, I, I don't know. And then I was like, okay, Gary, search the garage. I know I have a Baileys somewhere in this house. I'm like, wait, or did I drink it in my coffee the last few weekends? Because yeah, yeah. I love my Baileys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I'm like, oh, is it in our camping supply container? Yeah. Go to the garage. Go hunt. And Gary's like, what yeah. do you want me to do right now? I'm like, go find me Baileys. He's Baileys like, is one of those things so that you just sort of assume you have somewhere. But, but yeah. But if Darren. you're... If you're bringing it to a party with the intention of, hey, I brought this to provide this shot for all of these people, yeah. Yeah. it would make sense to bring all of the ingredients yeah. to make the shot. Well, Holly and Ira both love Baileys, so yeah. I thought mm -hmm. there would be lots of Baileys. And the Tia Maria was a last-minute purchase. I went to the liquor store, yeah. I buy some wine, you yeah. know, it's safe. And I'm on the way out, and I see, oh, there's Tia Maria. That yeah. would be a nice little... Because I felt a little bit bad because everybody else on the show was bringing something. So I was oh. like, I need to add something. Right, yes. And that was the Tia Maria. Yeah. However, I, I just presumed there would be lots of Baileys back at Nira's house. Mm. Yeah, no. And I was even thinking about it, but I'm like, oh, is it kind of a Baileys kind of night? Like, no. are people going to be putting this in their no. coffee? No. no. I didn't even think of yeah. buying the Baileys, but then 
after you left and everything, I was looking at your Tia Maria bottle. I'm like, what am I going to do with this? Like, yeah. And then I'm like, I need the Baileys. You need the Baileys. You had the worst suggestion ever for a top for the shot. Oh, yeah, oh like because she didn't have Baileys? Yeah. yeah what, her what suggestion, her? which is kind of gross. <laughs> what was her substitute? Let's chocolate try. milk. I'm like, I have chocolate milk. Chocolate, chocolate milk? milk? Oh. Hey, no. I'm just trying to provide solutions. Yeah. He did the party guest fail. Oh, that like, was a com- double fail. You, you know where fail. you could have found Baileys, Darren? Is that the liquor store where you were? Yeah, okay. I'll put my hands up. I'll put my hands up. So now do I need to bring this Tia Maria to work? And and the chocolate milk. I want to try it. No, look in your drawer. We have so much Baileys. No, I want to try the chocolate milk. Let's do it. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Friend Spiration Time Talk. (laughs) Friend Spiration Time Talk. When the Friend Spiration... Inspiration mm. takes a turn. We have some drama. Shocker. Nira, you inspired me to start doing something again. <laughs> but I'm confused by your reaction. That's what friends are for. I don't get you. Mm. Are we friends? Yeah. And that took a little bit too long to answer. No, um, obviously. You've inspired me to start wearing lip gloss again. <laughs> I stare at your beautiful face every day. Uh huh. And you always have lip gloss or lipstick on. It's like I, I think you sleep with it. Do you sleep with it? <laughs> no. Private. I, I put it. I, I always have it in my car. Always. She always has it on all the time. Yeah. And if we're like, hey, let's take a pic, she's like, hold on, <laughs> wait. And she's got to get her lips going. It's my. It's my one thing. It's now, my only thing. And I notice, like, even when you're not wearing any makeup on your face, but you have lip gloss on, it looks good. I've been telling you for okay. over a decade. Okay, for so- over a decade. It's my if, like if there was one thing that I was allowed out of everything, I would just need a tinted lip gloss. Mm-hmm. I need a tinted lip gloss. Right. It makes me look alive. Otherwise, I feel I feel dead. And I do feel dead most days. I look dead. I look horrible. You do so not. okay, whatever. Anyway, so I'm like, okay, I I stole one from my sister. This awesome Origins lip gloss that like old school we had forever. Right. And I've been rocking it. And I'm like, Nira's going to be so proud of me. I'm wearing lip gloss. <laughs> I tell her, she's like, what? <laughs> what? Okay, How dare you? I'm like, I'm, the lip gloss is my thing. Okay, I'm like, wait. <laughs> Let's just confirm. I, honey, I don't care if you wear lip gloss. I think you do. But it's now because for a decade, more than a decade, mm-hmm. for, you have made fun of me yes. for rocking lip gloss at such a god-awful hour. It's insane. Right? And I now just think it's quite ironic that now you want to, you told me you want to start wearing lip gloss in the mornings. Yeah. And yeah, that's weird to me because you have critiqued me and made fun of me and even made memes about me and my lip gloss. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And and it never fades. I don't understand. So the You thing, always have it on. It's always going. Yeah. And that's my thing. I got to have my <laughs> lips on. I got to just like, it's my only thing. It's my only thing. So that makes me look alive. You get, you, you do stuff in the morning. Like you put on like a tinted moisturizer. If you I put can. on a little bit of blush. You get mascara going. No, I don't wear mascara. Okay. Well, you were. If Trevor Linden is coming in, I put mascara right? on. It's not for so, you, sorry. So you you do that. So could you imagine if all of a sudden right. when you start your lip gloss in the mornings, mm-hmm. which is my thing on our show. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Yes. Could you imagine if I started putting on like tinted face cream mm-hmm. and blush and mascara? We'd all appreciate it. Okay. okay. <laughs> Holly and Nira. And now, the biz with Nira 
Beyonce reveals who she cannot be friends with. That's today's top biz story. You ready for the answer? I'm nervous whoever this person is. Mm-hmm. Well, you should be nervous okay. if you are Beyonce. What? Beyonce reveals who she cannot be friends with. Beyonce. Herself? Herself. Beyonce Whoa. says that now that she has gotten older, which she says, I have no problem with in this interview with Bazaar Magazine. She has no interest in searching backwards. The past is the past. I feel when I look at many aspects of that younger, less evolved Beyonce, I could never hang with that woman. I can never be friends with that woman today. Whoa. Holy smokes. Have some compassion, bro. Well, I think maybe she realizes, like, maybe she realizes that she was not being herself. What did she do in the past? Because, like, you and I both have talked about this, Nira. We've done enough therapy. Like, we look back in our younger selves, and I, I feel bad for my younger self. I'm like, oh, she didn't know. Yeah. You know, she was, yeah, she screwed up. She's in a lot of trauma. She didn't know. Maybe she does know all that, too, but she's just saying, I couldn't be friends with that Beyonce. Me today could not be friends with the Beyonce of yesterday. Wow. And harsh. And but it's a truth and she's maybe it's harsh but maybe it's her reality that she needs to focus on. She was a puppet. She knows that. She was a puppet to her dad, she was a puppet to her mom, she was a puppet to what everything media wanted her to be and expected her to be. Did she like take somebody out or something like No, I think like she do just, something really bad? No, no, I don't think mm. she did anything. I think that's the problem. She didn't do anything. Hmm. She knows that now. She just did what she was told. Interesting. And now she knows differently. Now, this is interesting. I don't know what's going on here, but Harry Styles and Kendall Jenner have been hanging out. They've been leaning on each other. Yes. Leaning. So, Kendall Jenner, you know, she's part of the Kardashian-Jenner clan, the supermodel. Harry Styles, of course, you know. Uh, well, Harry Styles is on a break from his relationship with Olivia Wilde or they're broken up. You can't mm. figure out. There's two stories to this. Um, he was dating her for a couple of years. And then uh, Kendall Jenner, she's kind of been on and off with her NBA star boyfriend, Devin Booker. Okay? Right. They've been kind of together for two years. But, you know, whatever. Broken right. up a couple of times. Yeah. Again, now both these guys are single and they dated in 2013 for a little bit. They did? Yeah. Kendall like- Jenner? And Harry Styles for like a oh. minute. Yeah, they did like in 2013, a very long time ago. Hmm. Um, and now they're hanging out and she just happened to show up at one of his concerts. And that's when people are like, whoa, what? Why? You know? Hmm. And then the hangout started. Hmm. Are they just leaning on each other? Or is it like, you know how like, you know each other, the comfort is there? So yeah. you can kind of just use each other for what you need you need right now? It sounds like the classic. Like we both just got out of something. Like let's just hang out. Just hang out for a bit. For a little bit. Dude, if Harry Styles was like, you want to lean on me? Yes. (laughs) Obviously. 100%. Obviously. And these reports just came out. They were all over the news yesterday about Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex. So the reports say that Meghan Markle and her husband, Prince Harry, face disgusting and very real threats from extremists. So, you know, she was telling us that she had all these threats and people like, oh, we don't know whether we could believe you or not Mm -hmm. because, you know, her reputation, whatever. Yeah. Well, according to a former counterterrorism police chief, 
he gave this information yesterday and said, yes, like they were very scary, legitimate, disgusting threats oh, that were coming her way. And we were fearful for her life. Oh, my God. Yeah. So she wasn't lying about that. All that was very true. OK, that was true. Yeah, it was very true. Um, and again, the timing of all this information. Very interesting because uh-huh. their docuseries is going to be airing on Netflix. December the 8th, and then Prince Harry's memoir, Spare, is coming out January 10th. Uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, scandals that are coming from the royal family. We just Excellent. know this. It's coming. It's coming. Do you know that they're getting paid approximately $100 million to do this docuseries? Oh. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry? Dang. So they owe us. They owe mm. Netflix some real juice. And that kind of money is like, you got to give us some real stuff. And also, like, think about it. Like, big, giant actors get paid $20 million for a movie, and that mm. was considered, oh, my gosh. They're getting $100 million for this docuseries. Mm. And on top of that, they wanted to tell... Um, they wanted to tell Netflix, oh, please don't air it yet. Don't air it on the actual date. And Netflix like, are you kidding me? No, you've sold your soul to us. Do you know how much you we're paying you for this? Yeah. On top of that, we're hearing mixed reports that they're at odds with the production staff of Netflix because uh, the couple all of a sudden has become panicked and are trying to make crazy edits. Mm. And Netflix is like, no, 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 no. Honestly, you sign a deal like that with a company like Netflix. It's over, oh, man. Oh, it's done. I'm near. You got no say. Got no say. I'm Nira, and that's the biz. You can always catch up on more biz stories on the iHeartRadio app. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Who falls in love sooner, men or women? The experts, they've been studying this. Who falls in love sooner, men or women? We should put a disclaimer out there. Obviously, you should know that falling in love is different for everyone. Okay, good. Thank okay. you. This is according to clinical psychologists, relationship experts who want to study this and figure out what is going on, who falls in love quicker, who indicates and confesses their love quicker. Can I guess? Out of men and women. Men. Fall in love mm-hmm. quicker. Mm-hmm. Correct. I knew it. How? I've had so multiple, multiple men. <laughs> <laughs> That's not why. Yeah. Okay. Research shows or indicates so far that men fall in love sooner than women. They say men think about confessing their love when they're about the 97th day into a relationship. Okay. The 97th day into a relationship on average. Okay. That's what kind of like, oh, 97 days. For women, they say it takes approximately 149 days Hmm. for them to finally feel the love. Uh, they're not sure exactly why this is happening. They're still trying to study this out. But we got a dude right here. This is this is our producer Scott. Hi. Um. Why? Yeah. <laughs> why, Scott? Why? I mean, if I if I had a perfect exact answer for you, I'm sure I could like write a book on it or something. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know because, like you say, everyone falls in love for different reasons. Mm. But I also would have guessed men okay. because I I think that that's fairly accurate. I myself I said I love you to Jolie way before she said it to me. That's your wife. Uh, yep. That's yeah. my wife. Excuse me. Yeah. Yep. And I think a lot of guys I know it's that it's that same story have fallen in love quicker and. I, I think, and this is just, I'm shot in the dark. I think as men, we want, uh, you know how guys like to fix things? Yeah. And if you tell a man what your problem is, he'll try to come up with a solution. Solutionize for you. it. We want like, we want like black and white 
things, right? Mm. So it's like I'm either into this woman or I'm not, okay. right? I either love her or I don't. And so as soon as you get over that hump of like, yeah, this isn't a fling, this isn't like a hookup or whatever, it's like, yep, I could be with this person. I love you. Okay, so you're in. Like once you decide you're in, then you're in. I think so. I think that's how it was for me, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Interesting. And... <clears throat> Like, when I rewind back to my relationship with my husband, Gary, I said it first, even though I think he fell in love with me first. Obviously, upon first viewing. (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. Not at all. No, I wasn't his type at all. Like, you know, when they say types. Yeah. It wasn't physically his type at all. He dated white girls. Holy <laughs> Dang, I had a shot with Gary. <laughs> you did. But I knew he felt it, but he wouldn't confess it. Interesting. It took him longer to confess it. So he felt it first, but you said it first. I think he felt it first. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that he felt it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he would admit that. But I know I said it first. You're, I'm in the exact same boat as you. Really? I said I love you first, my husband, John. Yeah. But right after I said it, I'm like, I want to tell you something. I love you. And he's like, I've loved you forever. I was right? like, what? Why didn't yeah. you tell me? Like, right? what? And I I knew. Yeah. I knew he yes. did. Yes. I, I knew too. And like, those are like, you know, like they said, like the heterosexual couples. Now, if we look at you and I, Holly, mm-hmm. you have confessed your love to me way before. Multiple times. To you. I've made us Insta official. <laughs> I've done all the steps, Scott. I made us Insta official too. Okay. I've been posed. I posted about us just. Like two weeks ago. Right. What was the caption? And I put a heart in the caption. I'm pretty sure I put hearts, right? I put hearts. Did you see that? Yeah, I think there was hearts. You can edit. (laughs) Don't worry. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. There's a new stay-at-home job. And the job description is really simple, Nira. Okay. The new stay-at-home job is a stay-at-home girlfriend or boyfriend. Hmm? And your job as a stay-at-home girlfriend or boyfriend is simple. Keep your man or woman happy. That is the job description. This is a real thing trending. Stay-at-home GF. Mm-hmm. Or a stay-at-home BF. Ka, ka. Your partner provides the money and you keep them happy. However that looks for you. Okay, maybe it's cleaning, cooking, yeah, walking the dog. Getting groceries. Maybe you'll have time for a workout yourself. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got to put up the Christmas lights. Maybe you got to get all the Christmas decorations and get them all sorted. As a stay-at-home girlfriend or boyfriend, that is your job. And this one woman in the UK who used to be a school teacher, she's turned stay-at-home girlfriend, is like, oh, dude, it is the best job, but it's not easy. You can't just be basic. You got to go next level. She's like, I make sure when my man has done his workout in the morning every day, he has a warm breakfast on the table right ready right when he's ready for it Mm -hmm. and i turn on the shower for him a couple minutes early so that he doesn't have to wait for the temperature to warm up yeah you throw the towels in the dryer as they're coming out so they're nice and warm and cozy good nira yeah good yeah you'd be a great stay-at-home girlfriend i have a friend who is this okay and i've kind of been making fun of her Mm -hmm. first and first and last name because i'm like what do you what what do you do what do you no I'm like seriously like, what are you what are you doing? I don't get it. You were a career woman and now you became this dude's girlfriend mm-hmm. and uh, she moved for him, okay so because she moved for him, she couldn't find a job right away. Uh-oh. So because she couldn't <laughs> find a job right away, she then just got used to not working anymore mm. and same just is a stay-at-home girlfriend. 
a stay-at-home girlfriend. She doesn't do anything else. <laughs> well, she does a lot, though, I bet. So, yeah, so now I was going to say, when you have now revealed that this is a thing, this is a job thing. This is a job. Yeah, so she is in charge of keeping the place clean, mm-hmm. tidy, uh, making sure groceries are stocked, making mm-hmm. sure there's breakfast, lunch, dinner, dropping off lunches for her man nice. at work. Okay? Ironing his clothes. Ooh. Uh, yeah, when you say next level, she also keeps herself in shape for him. This is what I'm saying. Because she's like, and then I hit the gym and I go my yoga. Like, what is... Because she's like, because this is what he desires. So could you, Nira, do this? No! If your husband Gary was like, honey, I got it. I'm going to somehow make enough money. You don't have to work anymore. But you're now a stay-at-home wife. And I, like, here we go. Can I be honest, though? I think it's a little bit different when you do have the kids. Because a stay-at-home mom, like, there's honestly a thousand more things that I got to do. Like, I can I barely keep my head above water right now. Mm -hmm. Like, the other night, all I was doing all evening after I got them home from school was going into storage and getting out their winter gear. Mm -hmm. Seeing what boots still fit them. What gloves still fit them. Do they have the right snow pants? You know, fighting with them to wear snow pants. Fighting with them to try on stuff. I spent, like, three hours of my life doing that. You know, you're right, though. Before kids, I was like, stay-at-home mom. That sounds like an absolute gem of a job. Now, no. It's no, so much work. No, I, I, going to work is a break. I like coming to work. Am I it's a break. break? You're my break. As sad as that is. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Have you ever done this in the afternoon? I don't think I've done this in the afternoon. Holly, you may have. But I just found out that our producer, Darren, went on an afternoon first date. Afternoon delight. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Darren. Darren, you really threw me off. You told me about how you were going on a first date. And I was like, oh, cool. It's like, what are you guys? Oh, you know, know, just having conversation. You're like, yeah, it's going to be. What was it like a Friday afternoon? Friday afternoon. Oh, sorry. Wait. Friday afternoon after work. Yeah, I went uh, for a coffee. Mm. Very sensible. Very sensible. Okay, now wait. Now Friday, you're seeing, you're saying this all very casual. It's Friday afternoon yeah. after work. Okay, so you work here very, very early in the morning. What time do you usually leave here? It varies between 11 and 1, 1.30. Okay. It depends Depending on how day. hard we're really yes. whipping you that week. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. and yeah. then what does this woman... Do that she could meet on a Friday at like 11.30 in the morning. Yeah, like was it afternoon? You said afternoon. Was it an afternoon? It was afternoon. She works in a hotel and she works a lot of uh, night shifts. She's oh. a receptionist. Okay, okay. And uh, she was in town, so, the uh, we, you know, it's difficult for us to go for a drink at night because she is often working. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so it was her suggestion, meet up for... An afternoon date or an, an afternoon, afternoon date. delight, as yes. you say. An after- well, I mean, oh, careful now. I, I don't know if I ever went on a first date as an afternoon date. No, I never have. You haven't either, okay? Not a first date, no. Not for a first date. No. Usually afternoon dates would be maybe like second or third, but definitely not a first. Yeah, it's rare that I've done it. The only time I have done it was during the pandemic when you weren't really supposed to meet people that much. So right. we'd go for a walk in the park and yeah. a coffee or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, this was definitely the first time in a long time I've done it and I kind of liked it oh yeah. you did yeah well first of all it was a lot you know more 
a lot cheaper. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. because yes. no drinks, no food, just a just coffee. a coffee. That's good advice because right now, the number one thing, I don't know because you're in dating world if you're researching this, but I research it for you. The number one problem dating world is the cost of yeah. dating and how much money you want to spend on these first dates. So people are looking for cheaper ways to date. So you have a great solution. Try an afternoon date. Yeah, if because it- you're not going to get a drink really in the afternoon. Uh-huh. Well, you guys might. <laughs> Talking to the wrong crew. <laughs> And Nira. Virgin. Be afraid. Be very, very afraid for real. The zombie virus is coming. Zombie, zombie, zombie. Are you talking about 28 days later? No, this is worse. Then 28 days later? 28 weeks later. Whatever. This is real. This is not a movie. This is happening in our world, on our planet, and I'm I'm actually very nervous for all of us. Because of this zombie virus that is coming. Okay. As the earth warms up because of climate change and all the deep, 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 very thick ice starts to melt. Guess what's coming out of the ice? Dead bodies? No. Old viruses. (gasps) No. No, this is real, Nira. No. So far, researchers have found... 13 viruses that have never been seen before because they have been frozen in the Siberian permafrost for the last 50,000 years. Are you serious right now? They're calling them zombie viruses. No. So far, they found 13. You're giving me goosebumps. They have no idea how these zombie viruses are going to affect humans. They have no idea. They have revived them because to figure out if they're going to, what they're going to do to us, they have to revive the virus in a lab and then study it. And that is what they've just started doing so far. They have found 13 viruses and the lead researchers like, it's a no brainer, man. Like these zombie viruses, these ancient viruses are potentially like really bad for us. <laughs> Thanks. Potentially really uh, bad. Like straight up. Like, Life threatening. Yes. Zombies turn us into something. We don't know what they're going to do to us. We don't know how they're going to affect us. And of course, because we're so screwing up the planet, we're not getting colder. We're getting warmer and ice melts. And as that ice is melting, you're finding the viruses. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to feel so afraid all the time. I know. But it's difficult when information like this comes out because I have children. I know. I'm so afraid for my children and what life is going to be like for them. And I've had so many people who have been honest and said they want to tell their kids not to have children. I know. They're straight up are like wanting to tell their children, don't have kids. Don't. Because all you're going to do is live in fear for what the world holds for your, for your future. But maybe that's what parents have felt forever. Like, maybe when they were, like, cavemen back in the day, they're like, now we're going to start living outside the cave. They're like, I'm fearing for my kid's life. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen to my kids and my kid's kids. No, this is really different. We have really abused the planet. Beyond. It's not. It's so... It's beyond terrible. It's beyond It's beyond destruction, what is happening. The level of consumerism. Everything. Like, it's oh, just... Oh, yeah, yeah. We, you, where, where the do list you, is long. Where do you even start? Exactly. And this is where everyone keeps saying, if the billionaires, the giant, what is it like, uh, what's the actual stat they say? 
It's like 17% of the world's most giant companies are responsible for like 78% mm-hmm. yeah, something. of the environmental yeah. issues that are happening. Mm-hmm. Because we can do what we're trying to at home, you know, now like plastic bags, you sure. know, banned in Surrey. I know that for sure. I don't know how, where else, but can't use that at grocery stores. Great. Okay. Doing my part. Recycling, doing my, composting, mm-hmm. doing my, making my own garden, doing that part. But really, when it gets down to it, if 17% of the world's most giant companies, I think that's even exaggerated. I think it might even be like 11%. Yeah, I think it is lower. Are responsible for 78% of the yeah. problems. Why are we not going after those companies and saying, okay, time to shut her down mm-hmm. now? You know what? I've got it. Mm. I've got the solution. Send the virus to the companies. To the CEOs. Yeah. In tiny- Whoever's making yes. the most money, like, yep. sorry, Jeff Bezos, watch yep. your back, the yep. zombie virus. Let's test it on them. Yeah, let's let's somehow get it to them in a glass vial. Mm-hmm. And they yeah, open we'll be like, it. With a little sign that says, drink me. No, don't drink me because then they'll want to. Good. <laughs> yes. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Could you today be friends with you yesterday? You today. Think about that. And then could you today be friends with you yesterday? These are all the questions that are coming up because of Beyonce. You may have heard it in my biz this morning. Beyonce did a new interview with Harper's Bazaar magazine. She's talking about how she's getting older. She has no problem with that. But she's like, you know, I got no interest in searching backwards. The past is the past. But there's one interesting thing. When I look at many aspects of my younger less evolved Beyonce, I don't think I could be friends with her. My today Beyonce would not be friends with my yesterday Beyonce. Hmm. And now her beehive's like a buzzing, asking themselves this question. Could you today be friends with you yesterday? Well, Nira, why don't you answer it? Hmm. She's thinking. <laughs> Let me just say, I think it's really harsh of Beyonce on herself. Yeah, she's done a lot of work to be able to say the truth, though. I know, but wouldn't you, like, I personally have compassion for my younger self. After lots of therapy. Lots of therapy and understanding, like, oh, that's why I am so screwed up. Mm -hmm. I am like, I'm sorry. Like, I feel bad for little Holly. Like, you and I have both done therapy. You have to talk to little Holly. Then you're big Holly. And then you're adult Holly. And I do. I feel bad for little Holly. She was a little screw up. But she wasn't her fault. Yes, I've done lots of work with little Nira. Mm Mm-hmm. Way, way, way back. Mm-hmm. Gone back in the subconscious, held hands with her. Mm-hmm. Told her it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Now, could I, today, Nira, be friends with yesterday, Nira? Now, it depends. How far are we going? How yeah, far like, is actually my Actually, yesterday? Like, I yeah. hope so. You haven't changed overnight. It just snowed. <laughs> I mean, You're the fine. Snow, the snow did take You're things. You're fine. Oh, my God. Level, okay? It was dramatic. Very different person today than I was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I'm cool with yesterday, Nira. Yeah. I think I could be friends with her. She was very sweet, very kind, you know, had the vision of the world in her eyes. Mm. So opti- so optimistic. My goodness. Mm. So naive, so optimistic. Mm-hmm. Like optimism was my number one everything. Wow, you have changed. I would walk into an elevator. Get this. Yeah. I would walk into an elevator and I would say hello to everyone. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Walk in and be like, hi. Yeah. (laughs) And people would say, what do you want? (laughs) So would you be friends with yesterday, Nira, but be like, oh, oh, she's so cute. Like, you kind of be like, I'm I'm friends with you because like, 
Like more of like a big sister kind of friend? I think so. Okay. I really do. Yeah. And having that kind of optimism, like sometimes I look at myself and think, oh, that's not like you. That's such a negative thought. That's not like you. Mm. But it's been the realities of life, right? Yeah. You see like real, real stuff. I was Mm going to say real, you know, in life. And then that kind of like jades you. Yeah. Get jaded. I would say that I'd like to be friends with uh, yesterday Holly who partied a lot. She was fun. Well, you can just be friends with me. I party a lot. Not always... like old Holly. Oh, you're so jealous of how much I party. Yeah, but not like old Holly. <laughs> it was un. It was. It was not sustainable. It was like that. Oh, we don't want to party like that anymore. We're so tired. Speak for yourself. <laughs> you don't want to. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. It's true. Why Nira is going to live longer than Holly. My better attitude. <laughs> Glass is half full. No, it has nothing to do with your positivity. It has a lot to do with you being Indian, though. <laughs> and the fact that <laughs> you people, you people love mustard. We do. Mustard seeds. I was going to say more. It's actually more mustard seeds. Okay. Well, a brand new study has come out. Mustard, mustard seeds, and mustard seed oil are being called the new avocado. They're the new superfood. Oh, there we go. Come on close. And smile at me. That's the translation of the song. Okay. True fact. Slovakia consumes the most mustard in the world. The more you know, you're welcome. Canada is right up there, though. Canada consumes a lot of mustard. Germany as well, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But India Mm -hmm. is number one when it comes to cooking using mustard, mustard seeds, mustard seed oil. Yeah, we're not topical with mustard the way a lot of other places are. Mm -hmm. Ours is more ingrained in the actual process of cooking something. Mm -hmm. My parents have been obsessed with cooking with mustard oil for like over... A decade. Wait, we're talking about Mama G? Uh, my parents. Uh, yeah, like my mom and dad, which mm-hmm. are technically... Like, what would they be to me? <laughs> uh, Nitu Auntie and Ni- Raju okay, Uncle. Okay, <laughs> Nitu Auntie and Raju Uncle. That's but to them. my children, it's Nanima and Nanu, right? Right, okay. So Nani and Nanu, they've been cooking with mustard oil for the last decade. And my brother and I, uh, shout out to Ashish, we were like, every time we come to visit them, we're like, oh, gross, man, the smell. Like, <laughs> You're like, like Mom, damn. Dad, we're like, and we both look at each other like before we're leaving their place, like sniff test. I got to go to a party. What do I smell like? I'm like, dude, yeah. you smell like mustard oil. Yeah. Because the problem with mustard oil, it creates such a smell, mm. but it's so good for you. But that's the last decade that they've been cooking with it because they're like, it's so good for you. The list of how good it is for you is insane. It's insane how good mustard oil is for you. And then my, but on top of that, my parents have been pickling with mustard oil for like 25 years, 30 oh, wow. years. Because again, pickling with it, like as in making a chars, which is like a very a special Indian type of pickle. Yum. And again, the smell, it's not hot. Right. It's not great. Not but cool. doesn't, but the taste, like, you know, and it's good for you. And my mom is obsessed with cooking with mustard seeds. Like, that mm-hmm. is the, her number one go to. Like, she was losing her mind because she came over a couple of weeks ago and she couldn't find mustard seeds in my mm-hmm. house. Yeah. Like, she had a tantrum. Oh, my. She had it. She's like, where are the mustard seeds? I knew I left some mustard seeds here. I'm like, no, mom, you took the jar home. She's like, no, I always leave a special jar of mustard seeds hidden in your home. Okay, well, get her mustard seeds and also thank her because she is legit keeping you alive, Nira. Did you know that mustard seeds, I mean, I think you do know, antibacterial qualities. It gets rid of arthritis. It's antifungal. It's good for joint pain. Mustard helps with dry hair and scalp cracked heels. They say, actually, in the winter, we should all be like doubling up on our consumption of mustard. Are you neat though right now? 
I'm need to. Yeah. I'm your need to. <laughs> Come and give me a hug. That's pretty neat. <laughs> Holly and Nira.